As you know, Kanye West has dropped his album, uh, Jesus is King. And that has caused me to listen to the album, listen to some of the interviews that came out, and do an analysis on some of the things that we have found uh, in the interviews that are total BS, and some of it that is wisdom. Some of it is some wise things, and I think it's worth analyzing. No, not because he's a celebrity, but because it's a platform where over 2 million people have actually soaked up this information. It's important to know what 2 million people are listening to. And so what we're going to do on this episode is we're going to dive in to the Kanye West Big Boy interview and also talk a little bit about the album, Jesus is King. If you haven't had an opportunity at the time that we were recording this on Big Boy TV on YouTube, um, Big Boy sits down with Kanye West, uh, Big Boy from the radio station out in L.A., uh, has his own YouTube channel. This actual interview at the time of this recording is at 1.9 million views. So we're looking at 2 million people who have consumed this 48-minute interview. And at the four-minute mark, four four minutes to five-minute mark, Kanye West says something very pivotal, something to me is uh, something we should be analyzing for ourselves. And I want you uh, to hear this. I want you to take this in, and you tell me if... Uh, you took away the same things that I'm taking away from it. I don't see anything Christian about it. I said, okay, so last year y'all tried to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm black. Now this year, white liberals trying to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm Christian. That would be like, I live in Calabasas, so everyone in my car has got to be a convertible, huh? It's just all based on y'all vision of what I'm supposed to do. And I understand like a lot. It's based off of y'all's vision of what I'm supposed to do. That's your first piece of wisdom. That's your first lesson that you can pick up from the Kanye West big boy interview. It's, It's based off of your vision of what I'm supposed to do. 
and a lot of times in our society, what is currently happening is we are all waiting for the outsiders, the people that are surrounding us to t- to point at us and tell us what their vision is for us. So then we can accommodate their, their self-interest, what would make the crowd happy, what would make the audience happy. And in many times, what ends up happening when we do that, we end up killing our own dreams. We end up killing our own desires. We end up killing our own visions because we end up caving to the vision of others. How other people see us becomes more important to us than how we see ourselves. And at the five minute mark, that's a huge piece of wisdom for us to gather. It's a huge chunk of wisdom for us to dissect. Why have we gotten to a place in our society where the other people that are around us, they control how we see ourselves? They are dictating what we should drive, what we should wear, what we should say, who we should hang out with. Every, everybody is waiting for the approval of others. And what Kanye West is saying, hey, I'm done with it. I'm no longer going to cave to the pressures of what you deem to be appropriate uh, for somebody like me. Because I'm black, I have to do this. Because I'm this, I have to do that. that. That ends today. And until other people wake up to this and have their own personal freedom, you'll be stuck inside somebody else's dream world of you. And many times that ends up becoming your own personal nightmare. So then Kanye goes on this rant about apologizing and feeling like, well, I shouldn't have to apologize to anyone. And in many ways, he's right. In many ways, that could be considered a piece of wisdom. But then here comes the BS. He says, well, I'm a founder of a $350 billion company. You think I'm going to pay attention to someone online and apologize? You know, what does that look like? And that's BS. We are calling BS here on Black Equity Podcast. We're calling BS on that part. Here's why I'm calling BS on it. The amount of money that you've generated has nothing to do with if you should apologize for particular events. Now, I'm not saying Kanye should apologize or shouldn't apologize. That's not my argument. My argument is simply the amount of money that you make has no bearing on apologizing or not. That those two are warped uh, correlations. Yeah, actually, I agree with Kanye at one point. Why should you have to apologize to society for anything? You should be able to play the game that you want to play. And then if you don't want to apologize, that's up to you. If you do, that's up to you. We agree. But you having a $350 billion company has nothing to do with justification for why you are or are not apologizing over certain issues and things that you've done in your past or currently doing. Your money can't free you, my friends. They say financial freedom is your only hope. And there's some truth to that. You know, I'm all about, you know, equity and financial freedom and playing the game at the level that you want to play it at. 
hey, I'm all for it. I support it a hundred percent, a thousand percent. But here's the thing. You still have to have personal responsibility for your actions. And the amount of money you have is not going to shield you from your personal actions that could be detrimental to the society in which you think you're better than because of the amount of money you have. That is a warped correlation. And that shows me the psyche of where he's at. He still believes that money is the answer to all things. And in many ways, people would argue if you read the Bible, uh, it does say that it says money answers all things. That's what it, that's what it, that's (laughs) so Maybe he's just a wiser person than me, and maybe maybe he's right. But I, I come from a place where if you've done something wrong, it doesn't matter the amount of money you have. It still comes down to your integrity and your morals. And it still comes down to you doing, taking personal responsibility and doing the right thing. But hey, what do I know? I know nothing. And so you have to decide, is that BS or is that wisdom? Maybe it's a mixture of both. See, it says this point in the interview, we are about eight minutes in. And the most pivotal question of the year is asked. Kanye West asked one of the, the most important questions in the history of black culture. He says, who designed the culture? He's in the middle of a rant and brilliantly puts it out there. Who designed the culture? Because right now we're signed to culture vultures. In the music, it's going to tell you, you know, I'm going to take your wife and I'm going to, you know, push foreigns and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. The culture has been hijacked. So who designed it? And in many ways, if you actually pay attention to the other 200 episodes that lead up to this one. I think you'll get the answer because we actually looked at the equity of every business deal that was noteworthy for an entire year. And we told you who owned what and why they own it and what they're going to do with their ownership. He mentions that a lot of us don't even own the culture. If you pay attention to this interview, he's talking about everything that's inside of the Black Equity podcast. Everything that we've been saying is inside this interview. And so who really owns the culture. Who designed the culture? And what is the culture? And he also then says, we are cultureless. We have no culture. We're orphans, is how he describes it. Now, I know you're listening to this podcast and you're saying to yourself, hey, Kanye is crazy. He's off his rockers. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's using... You know, his, his Christianity music to exploit our, our culture. Don't listen to him. And I would say that you may be correct. That all may be true. Kanye West may very well be using Christianity to dodge the fact that he messed up. 
and made some really bad decisions and now is running and and hiding behind Christianity. I can agree with that. But in his cover up of what he's trying to get back into the good graces of whoever he's trying to get back into the good graces of. While he's doing that, he's giving you gems. He's giving you some gems to think about here. What if the culture, air quotes, isn't even really the culture? What if the culture was designed by a a group of people to make us think we want this when really we should be going after that? But what do I mean, right? Okay, so let's break this down. The culture has sent everybody to four-year colleges and chasing after master degrees and PhD degrees. That's the culture right now. Okay? And in many ways, it has uh, caused uh, student loan debt to be at its highest in, in, in the history of heights. The culture... <laughs> the culture has you running the clubs... And listening to hip hop music that degrades women, and now, with with the balance of things, now degrading men, and and, t- and showing you how you can rob men and and drug them, just like you can treat women any old way. That's what the previous music was saying in the nineties and the early two thousands, and now the music is saying, "Well, forget forget men, get rid of them, and, and, and f them, and, and leave them alone." The culture has you hating one another. The culture is telling you that black women and black men can't build families together. The culture has you thinking thinking that your enemy looks like you and I. The culture will have you treating your own people like they ain't worth nothing. And then smiling when somebody who's not from your culture comes around. Because you don't want them to look at you Badly, but you don't care how your own people treat you. The culture will have Amanda Seals outside of the Black Emmy party not able to get in. The culture will have Charlemagne the God uh, basically contributing to the black ball of Monique live on the Breakfast Club. These are the things that the culture will do. These are just some of the things. That the culture will do. The culture will say, well, we don't rock with him anymore because he has on a red hat. The culture will cancel you any moment they can. Because the culture has to feel powerful. And so are we really doing it for a culture? Are we really doing it for a culture? Are we doing it for a community? And what is it? Who is designing this culture? Who is designing this community? Someone raise your hand and tell me. Because I would love to know what is going on in the culture. And that's where Kanye West asked that very critical question. And it would make you go back and listen to all our episodes so you can see who owns all this. Who owns it? Because that, my friends, that is who is designing this so-called culture that we cherish so much.
Now, you know I've been talking about Sip and Share Wine for quite some time. Now you have a chance to enter for a free giveaway. The Conjurer bottle, which is the old vine Zinnavelle, is now available uh, for a free giveaway. Here is how you enter. You follow Sip and Share Wines over on Instagram. That's Sip and Share Wines. You like the post that is tagged giveaway and you tag at least five friends. Comment below that post and share with us your favorite red wine. Now, for a bonus entry, tag two more friends with an additional comment. This giveaway closes October 31st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Winner will be announced on November 1st in the Sip and Share Wine story with a direct message. By entering, participants confirm they are of the age of 21 or older, open to U.S. residents only. Now, back to the show. At the white people, but yet we want to spend all of our money on foreigns. We want to spend all our money on luxury as opposed to going and buying some land. America is for sale, and there's a lot of barren land. Disney bought a lot of it in Florida, but the culture has you focused so much on fucking somebody, bitch, and pulling up in a foreign and rapping about things that could get you locked up and then saying you about prison reform mm. like it's bro we brainwashed out here bro so this uh exchange between Kanye West and Big Boy got me to thinking it really got me to thinking here's here's where i stand on this who is Kanye West talking about? <laughs> because if you know Kanye, then you know this. Whenever he's, he's, he's saying something, he's actually speaking about someone without saying their name. So the culture will have you talking about pushing forms, huh? And fucking somebody's woman huh and then rapping about things that can get you put in jail huh and then turn around and want to talk about prison reform huh so see the end gives you the answer to the beginning so who's running around talking about prison reform Who's running around who has been recently locked up? You can only put the dots together, my friend. (laughs) What do you want me to do? You want me to hand you the name? But it was very enlightening to see that there's some things going on within the uh, culture of rap, the culture of hip hop. Yeah. (laughs) there's a lot going on right now. There's some, there's a division within hip hop. There's a division within black culture. And maybe it's a good division. Maybe it's time that some people go this way and some people go that way. And so for all the people out there who are into real estate investing, uh, all the different platforms out there where Kanye is talking about buying land, I agree with that. 
I agree. We have to play the game on a real estate level. We have to play the game at acquiring businesses. We have to play the game at having ownership over our entertainment uh, content, over our intellectual property. All these things are true, Kanye. But here's the thing for those who are listening. It's going to be very difficult to reach those levels of success based off of the things that you're allowing to play in the background while you're driving around the city. See, subconsciously, the music you're listening to is poisoning your mind, body, and soul. And I I came to this realization very recently. The music that we are digesting is not healthy. It's no longer healthy. It was never healthy. But it's a wake-up call that what you're listening to, what you're dissecting or digesting is killing you. Very, It's a slow death, but it's killing you, my friend. They're putting poison in the music. And then you are eating it up because it sounds good and has the right beat to it. And it makes you dance. But when you actually break down the lyrics and you break down the break down what's really going on they're basically giving you all the poison that you would ever need to make sure you never get to another level your movies are being filled with poison they're being filled with scenery of of things that are going to push down your subconscious and that's why you got to be selective of what you watch and what you don't watch what you call the best show and what you don't call the best show See, if you're not careful, you'll think Billions is the best TV show. But it's not. <laughs> if you're not careful, you'll, you will sacrifice your own culture. You'll sacrifice your own people. You'll sacrifice your own self for temporary pleasures. And what Kanye West is putting out, uh, a warning saying, hey, Stop worrying about being, you know, part of the luxury brands. I've seen people on Twitter who are saying, you know, to really make it in this world. You know, you got to pay for to be part of the parties and the exclusive groups of people. And you got to you got to go to those parties and hang out with those people. That's how you make it in society. And those same people that they're talking about don't look like you and I. So now these people are so desperate to fit in. With the other side of society. They're so desperate to just rub shoulders with people who don't look like you and I. So they can say they rub shoulders with people who don't look like you and I. Many of the people who are saying they're doing it for this culture. When you actually see who they hang out with. And you listen to how they talk. They don't value black lives. They don't value black community. And just because their skin is black, (laughs) just because they may be uh, they may be married to a black person. None of that matters if your ideology is is uh, not aligned with forward progression. If you listen to it, a lot of these people will talk down on black people and then talk up to white people. 
They talk down to black people and they talk up to white people. And if you listen closely, if you listen closely, that's how you'll know who's with you and who's against you. And I believe in this interview, what Kanye West is doing, he's talking down to his own people. Sorry, I know my Christian scorecard just went down for using a profane, a profane piece of language. Uh, you ain't got your Instagram got all y'all, cause they gonna do it for the gram before they do it to you. They gonna send mm-hmm. a picture to the gram before they send it to you. Social media doing more to hurt families than it is to help families, and families are the key to health. You got so Instagram got yo be. That might have been one of the greatest things, hidden things that came from it. And a lot of people laughed at this and they just kind of pushed it over. I've seen headlines from this interview uh, talking mostly about uh, the Democrats because Kanye West talks about how the Democrats have been using black people all these years. And I, I have to agree with that, but I would also say that all politics has been using uh, black people. So I always get a little bit weary when it's just one-sided. We all know the Democrats, they not worth a damn. And neither are the Republicans and neither is anyone in politics because it's, it's all um, a facade, right? But here we have something that I really want us to think about. Why are we so quick to hand over our our pictures, our very vulnerable pictures to Instagram, um, our thoughts over to Twitter. We hand over everything, our, our, our minds. We're handing over our minds, our thoughts to social media. But if I were to come contact you one-on-one, and if I asked you for a picture, if I asked you for your thoughts, you would shun me. You would push me away. You would say, no, nah, DJ, you're not getting that from me. But if I build an app and let you have your own profile, but keep in mind, I keep all the pictures and I build an app and let you put your own thoughts out there. But keep in mind, all the tweets that you put put on there, they're stored in my database. If I put all that together, you'll happily uh, go ahead and move forward and sign the disclosures and sign in and, and consent to me allowing the use of all of your personal information. You would gladly hand it over if I if I do it underneath the umbrella of social media. And so social media, the gram, Twitter, they got all of you giving out everything for free. 
And I remember going on Twitter and saying, hey, I'm no longer going to be putting a lot of stuff on here. If anybody wants to contact me, I want you to text me directly. And a few people have followed up with that. And so I'm going to say it one last time. If you want to reach me directly, I want you to text me immediately to 704-228-2730. Once again, 704-228-2730. Because Instagram got your bitch. Twitter got your bitch. Social media got your bitch. That's what Kanye is saying. And what I'm saying is if we going to work together, if we going to really build together, it has to be direct to one another. There cannot be a middle man or a middle woman standing in between us because every month Twitter gets shut down. Every month Instagram gets shut down. We need to reach each other directly, but we're too afraid to do it. We're too afraid to reach out and just text one another, communicate with one another, set up phone calls with one another. We're too afraid. I handed you my business line. If you want to do business, I want you to reach out to me. Or will you just do it for the gram? 